Blog Talk Radio. Hallelujah, Israel. 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 Hallelujah, Israel.
But I never wish to book. And like I said, we're gonna make it more plain. We read about Asherah and all the different names, Easter, Astarte. But let's look at another book, the last two million years, sister brother. But that I have a slide up for me, brother. And we're gonna read that all uh, that pagan rights of war. Last two million years, page two sixteen. Mm-hmm. All that right there in the pink. Okay. No, you said the pink. Okay. Take your rights, absorb. By a stroke of practical genius, the church, while intolerant of pagan beliefs, was able to harness the power emotions generated by pagan worship. Rotten churches were cited, were temples, and stood before, and many heathen texts. Uh, festivals were added to the Christian calendar. Right, so they added all these things to the Christian calendar, sister and brothers. Easter, and what do the words say? They don't add nothing to it, and don't take nothing away from it. Go ahead and read. Easter, for instance, a time of sacrifice and rebirth in the Christian year. Uh-huh. Take its name from the Norse goddess, and and rules on a right were held every spring. She is she in turn was simple was simply a northern version of the Phoenician Earth Mother Astarte, goddess of fertility. Easter age continued an age old tradition in which Eggs is a symbol of birth, and cakes were eaten to mark the festival of the starting and Esther, uh, where the direct ancestors of hot of our hot cross bones. God, the bad hot cross bones is where it was ready to go get. Mm. So the Catholic churches and brothers, they added, uh, they added a lot of these festivals, even Easter. Uh, to the Christian calendar, sisters and brothers, um, so they wouldn't lose the pagans from the church. This is how they brought all the pagans into the church. So, Easter, for instance, it comes from, it takes its name from the Norse goddess, Eoster, and from the Greek Diana, the goddess of fertility. Mm. And their rites were held every spring. And this is what's going on right now, sisters and brothers. It's always after the vernal equinox. That's the first day of the spring on the calendar. But it always seems to fall on a Sunday after the Passover, sisters and brothers. And the eggs represent a symbol of birth and fertility, along with the rabbits. And the cakes today that you read about uh, refer to the hot cross buns. So now we're going to read that the least that made a nation. Turn over to page 84. Yeah, page 84 as well. The least that made a nation. Good morning. Hebrew is pagan. The least that made a nation. The Phoenicians, the important. Though their achievements were as immigrant traders and colon and 
Westernizers seem to have developed little conception of uh, nationhood, but the Hebrews are Jews, relatively small in number, though they were saw themselves in the start as distant peoples because of their belief in Yahweh or Jehovah, the only God. They despised the paganism, the paganism and superstition of their neighbors along the Mediterranean coastal strip. The pagans' custom of sacrificing children to their gods was all also abhorred by the Jews. That's right, though. to teach them 
that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and of the chief priests and scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. After, after three days, that big talk with that mother. I, I got to write that verse down because that that big talk. After three days, he's gonna rise again. So he's gonna rise after three days. I got to make a note of that mother. That that might something that might come up again at eight thirty one. So so the timeline that he's gonna be in the ground, mother, according to Mark. 831, it's three days. That's great. Going back online, going back, let's get some more of that um, Matthew chapter 10, 19, 20. You back on the clock there, young line, come on. The book of Matthew, chapter 10, verse 20 reads, But it's not you that speak, but the spirit of your father. We speak it in you. Excellent. So don't look for no pats in the back like you like you doing something. That's the spirit that's in you. It's gonna do spirit is coming from your father. So that's um nineteen and twenty, right? Right, yes, young sir. Yes, sir. All right, what do what do Luke? Chapter 12, verse 12, stay there, young man. The book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12 reads, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. That's right. That's right, young man. Oh, oh, Titus, that's right. In that very same hour, the righteous spirit to teach you. So, one thing you don't want to never happen in the prayer of David talked about that young lion. In Psalm 51, can you help those see out verse number 7 down to verse 13? Let's see, let's see exactly why you need to have that Holy Ghost with you by looking at Psalms chapter 51, 7, down to verse 13. What did it say that young brother Titus? Come on. The book of Psalms, chapter 51, verse 7 to 13. Psalms chapter 51, verse 7 reads, Purge me with hyssop, and I should be clean. Wash me, and I should be whiter than snow. Verse 8. Maybe to hear joy and gladness that the bones which you have broken may rejoice. Verse 9. Have your faith for my sins and blot out all my iniquity. Verse 10. Clean me, create me, a clean mind, O Yahweh, and renew a right spirit within me. Verse 11. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your righteous spirit from me. Verse 12. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me 
with your free spirit. Thirteen. Thirteen. Then I will teach sinners your way and sinners to be converted unto you. Verse fourteen. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. So the first thing to be able to to be able to help or teach others, he first got to straighten you up. Straighten you out. That's what he say. David said, first thing you do is straighten me up first. That's what he say. He said, uh, restore in verse twelve said, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. And uphold me with that free spirit. So the first thing he, he wants to do is for Yahweh to, to straighten him up. Because Yahweh uh-huh. uh, left a profound statement that when you're in trouble today, look at verse 8 again, that young line. Look at saying verse 8. Psalms 51, verse 8. Verse 8 reads, Made me to hear joy and gladness. That the bones which you has broken may rejoice. You see that? So Yahweh is in the bones. The bones. Uh, why do all the breaking the bones? You might see another man or woman that hit you, hit you on that tricky knee. But that be the power of Yahweh sending them over there to work, work your bones over. But you got to give all that mm-hmm. credit to Yahweh. Because Yahweh sent, he'll send him over to break your bones on the strength of him if he got a calling on you and you keep on paying, uh, paying him no never mind. Keep on paying him no never mind. That's right. So now, Mother made a profound statement in Mark chapter 8, verse 31. After three days, he's going to rise again. Now, I want to explore a little bit that, Mother. I think I want, I want to explore a little bit of that conversation right there. I want to take a look at something about that. Three days. Okay. So, we, matter of fact, hey, Mother, read that verse again, 831. Read that verse again because I, I want to take a look at that. 831, one more time. Mark 831, Mother E. Come on. The book of Mark, chapter 8, verse 31. And he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and of the chief priests and scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. After three days, huh? And rise then. So, who gonna be, hey mother, who gonna be Yahweh's the son's worst enemy, according to 831? Who gonna be the one that end up gonna be the, his worst enemy, according to verse 31? Oh, the, the elders and the chief priests. And describe. That's right. That's right. That's right, Mother. That's right. So, so, you, so you see that, Mother? So that's what, always the closest one to you. Them the ones, if, if they 
was the one telling you. See, because now, now, um, y'all learn. See, the closest one tell you, it's going to be your um, worst nightmare. That's what it's saying. I need to precept that, young man, in, in the book of Hebrews. I need to get a precept out of that, young man. So, yes, see, it's, it's so much we have to know. That's why we sit in the stage to take care of this business. Understand something. Close the one to you. That's, but if they are, if, if, see, here's the key to it now. Y'all have left some good stuff in here to keep a good eye on. See, I'm going to show you how you watch everybody from the page of the book. This is what you do in the book of Hebrews. You know what I mean? So now here go the game changer right here. In Hebrews chapter, what I want. I need a statement there, young man, because we got to make sure we're on top of this right here. Now, this is what it says in the fourth chapter. Something it says in the fourth chapter. Young man, but I'm struggling right now. I'm struggling. But he makes a statement. So right now, I'm kind of I'm struggling right now. So, where, what do I what do I want? I'm looking for a precept there. But right now, those here, he's uh, struggling. Now, if anybody want to help those here out, because right now he's struggling. Hmm. Maybe 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 I wouldn't struggle so much if I could find a Bible. Just then I find a Bible. Need his Bible help me out. But if anybody wants to step in and help those see out, but right now he's struggling. Mm-hmm. He's struggling to find that precept. Mm-hmm. So we um, we're looking for a verse. We're going to verse. But right now I'm struggling. <laughs> uh, verse eleven. I'm struggling right now, uh, a, a Mother E, Mother Z. Those seers struggling right now because I'm looking, I said to close the one to you. But this is how you um, identify what to look for. You, you start looking for things. It's in the sixth chapter. It's in the sixth chapter. So I'm trying to show you what to look for. In the page of the book, in the sixth chapter, he show you how it goes. He says, um, "Anybody help me out? I'm, I'm struggling right now. I wanna, I want something out of the sixth chapter. Is that right? Well, I'm struggling right now, so maybe I gotta come back with him. Let's like him reach down and pull him see out." Is anybody, what said WCC, well, give us a clue what you want, and we'll pull the verse up. I ain't, I ain't saying nothing. I ain't giving oh, a clue. No, I just want to go right to it. So what I got to do, I got to double back with it. I'll let mothers, young lions, that's here. I'm going to read it. 
Chapter 6, verse 4. But it is impossible for those that were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the righteous spirit. Read. Verse 5. And have tasted the good word of Yahweh and the power of the world to come. Verse 6. If they should fall away to renew them again and to repent, then they have crucified to themselves the Son of Yahweh the Father, afresh and put the Son, I mean, put him to open shame. Verse 7 For the earth, which drinketh, and the rain that cometh off upon it, it bringeth forth herbs, meat for them, by whom it is dressed, receiving blessings from Yahweh. Uh, read, verse, read verse 6 again, uh, young line, verse 6. Verse 6. The book of Israelites, through the word of Hebrew, chapter 6. Verse 6. If they, fall, if they shall fall away to renew them again and to repent, then they have crucified to themselves the son of Yahweh the Father. A fret. Afresh, and to put him to an open shame. Yeah, well, now what are you saying? See, the word is supposed to always check you. So if you fall away from the word of Yahweh, then you are, are you automatic know that mother get ready to read in Amos three verse three. See, if you fall away from I suppose you, you got a mate. 
and then your mate fall away from Yahweh. In Amos 3, verse 3, let's read a little bit there, uh, Mother E. What it says in Amos 3, verse 3. So, so you got to know the signs and look for to understand exactly what you're working with. But try to watch everybody mm-hmm. on both sides of the page of the book. That's how you watch. You watch. I watch all the six anointed counts in the pages of the book. I know what you own according to the pages of the book. Amos 3, 3. What did it say, Mother? Book of Amos, chapter 3, verse 3. And two work together except they be agreed. Yeah. If if two work together, they got to do what, Mother? Agree. They got to agree. Two can't walk together unless they agree. So, but but agree on what? Uh, young lion, uh, uh, agree on what? What? What you got to agree on that we can read in one verse five or the book of Luke? See what what got to happen? See, I'm tell you something. Yahweh going to do a very big old thing for the six anointed camps ministries. And the ministry got to understand one thing. That when you see signs that that the better half do not line up with this Bible, that's when you know you better start understanding that certain things that have to be always on the top. Because if you follow from this right here, can't say you good anymore because you don't feel it from this. You you can't be trustworthy because you don't feel it from this. Yahweh only with you if you got this. See, Yahweh is not with you unless he's not with you because you uh, you're a good person and no. <laughs> Luke one verse five say. Go on to the book of Luke, chapter one. Verse 5, the book of Luke, chapter 1, verse 5. Therefore, I mean, there was in the days of Herod the king of Judah, a certain priest named Zechariah, of court, of the court of Abiah, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron. Her name was Elizabeth. Verse 6, and they were both righteous before Yahweh. Walking at all the commandments and the ordinance of Yahweh blame. You see that? There you go right there. So so when it comes down to Yahweh's business, it's supposed to be a no brainer. So you can say yourself a lot of heads. And that's why you can watch the chief priests, the elders, and the scribes and everything else. All you have to watch whoever it is from the page of the book. You know what they own on the page of the book. As you like your mate, you know what they own. If they started off righteous and you see one deviate from being righteous, then you know one thing is you got a load on your hands. So anything, see, once you break away from Yahweh, you call you open game out here in the world. That means you can be easy to be influenced by the world because you're not making a Bible decision anymore. You're making a worldly decision. So, I mean, I just... 
that's something on the way of, of learning something. So now we just gonna get back to what we was on. I don't know why what that why that came up. I only got what I know. But Moby, let's get back to the uh, chief. And his followers that if if it not they're gonna be the do. But I would say after three days he's gonna rise again. Well, well, well what's that supposed to mean? Let's do a little research on that, mother. We're going to Genesis chapter one, mother. We're going to Genesis chapter one verse five. Eight, 13, 31. And once you get through reading this, it should be plain what that means by three days. Genesis chapter 1, verse 5, 8, 13, 19, 23, and 31. What, hey, what can I say there, Mother E? Let's see what that says that we can read. Genesis chapter 1, verse 5, verse 8, verse 13, 19, 23, and 31. Genesis chapter okay. 1, verse 5. And Yahweh called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning was the first day. Verse 8. And Yahweh called the firmness heaven, and the evening and the morning was the second day. Verse 13. And the evening and the morning was the third day. Verse 19. And the evening and the morning was the fourth day. Verse 23. And the evening and the morning was the fifth day, verse 31. And Yahweh saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Okay. All right, Mother. So how do, how do, how do Yahweh observe time? So how do Yahweh how do Yahweh observe time according to Genesis one, five, eight, thirteen, nine, twenty three, and thirty one? So and young line is all he all in the background ready to deliver. So mother, how do Yahweh operate time according to what you just got to read? Um, he deserves time by the evening and the morning. Okay, so the changing of the days is at what time? When do when is the days changed according to the Bible? When do the when, when do the days change according to the Bible? When the sun go down. No, okay. Well, that, I mean, that's good. That's that's great answer. But we want to stay. We want to stay in Genesis one, five, eight, thirteen, nine, twenty-three, 
and 31. We're clear about that. That's, that's through the precept. But I want, I want to look at this right here. I want to look at this Genesis. How do Yahweh determine time according to Genesis, chapter 1, verse 5, 8, 13, 19, 23, and 31? How do he, how do he observe time before man even, even was created? What he calls what? Take your time, mother. Young lion, he, young lion is uh, all. Come on. Come on. Okay, it said the evening and the morning was the fifth day. So he deserved time from evening to morning. Oh, so so when the yeah, evening well. comes in, mother, what do that mean? Mm-hmm. What what do that mean according to the Bible in the evening? So when you see the evening coming in to Genesis, what that mean? What that mean when you see the okay. evening come in? According to Genesis it's a what? When the evening come in, that's uh, coming to the time when it's on, it's going down. Okay, good. But according to Genesis, that's a what? Otherwise, that's a, that's a, that's a what, young lion? Hey, young lion, what is that? Mm-hmm. When according the to morning. Genesis, what that mean? The morning. What that mean, young makes lion? Day. Evening, evening, day, morning. Day. That makes, makes a day. It makes a day. That's when the day so, begins, from the evening. When the evening, when the evening come in, that's a new day. That's the beginning of a new day. Soon the sun set. That is the beginning of a new day. So whatever number you was on, you change that number when the evening come in. So whatever number it is, like right now, whatever it is right now, but when the sun set, you change the number. That's a, that's a brand new day that starts at night. And that's how he stood up. So a brand new day starts at night. Yahweh is a brand new day starts at night. When the evening set in, that is the beginning of a brand new day. Okay. That's what that means. That's the number one answer. So when you see evening come in, that's the beginning of a brand new day. Good. Keep that in mind because we're going somewhere with that. Now, Mother, give me Genesis 2, 1, 2, and 3. So you hold all that together because when we, when we get to stoking the book real good, we be. Right there. I guess they cut him off or something. Yeah. Yeah, they probably cut him. Yeah. Okay, the last, last verse, Genesis 2, 1, 2, and 3. You want to go ahead with that? Yes, ma'am. Genesis chapter 
two, that was two, one, two, and three. Genesis chapter two, verse one, two, and three. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the hosts of them. And on the seventh day, Yahweh ended his work, which he had made, and, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. Verse 3. And Yahweh blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work, which Yahweh created and made. Mm-hmm. Oh,
Matthew 12, verse 38, down to verse 40. What's that say? Matthew chapter 12, verse 38 to 40. The book of Matthew chapter 12, verse 38 reads, Then certain of the scribes and of the Pharisees answered, saying, Master, we will see a sign from you. Verse 39. But he answered and said it to them, An evil and adulterous generation seek it after a sign, but there shall no sign be given. To it, but the sign of the seer, Jonah. Verse 40. For as Jonah was in three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so should the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the mind of the earth. In the heart of the earth. That's right. That's right, mother. In the heart of the earth. So he's going to be in that ground for three days and three nights. So even starts. In the evening, and it ends in the evening. So how you count time? From evening to evening. That's how you count time. So you count time from evening to evening. That's how you know about the three days and three nights. How you count time in the Bible. You count time from evening to evening. If it starts in the evening, you know it ends in the evening. That's how you count time. Okay, now, if we understand all that good stuff, y'all lie. Now let's go to Daniel chapter 9, verse 15 and 22, and we'll skip down to verse number 27 and 28. Since we, now, now, what we're doing now, we're watching the Bible. We're going to try to, we're going to do the timeline of the Bible. Not what man on set up. We're going to do the Bible time. So we know time starts in the evening. And it ends. Is that right so far, Mother? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's good. Daniel chapter 9, verse 15 on verse 22. What does it say, y'all, man? The book of Daniel, the seer, chapter 9, verse 15 to 22. Daniel chapter 9, verse 15. And now, Yahweh, our Yahweh, that has brought your people forth out of the land of Egypt, with a mighty hand, as God is be renowned, as at this day, we have sinned, we have done wickedly. Verse 16. O Yahweh, according to all your righteousness, I beseech you, let your anger and your fury be turned away. From your city, Yadah Judah, your righteous mountain, because of our sins and for the iniquities of our fathers, Yadah Judah and your people are become a reproach to all that are about us. Verse 17. And now, therefore, O our Yahweh, hear the prayer of your servant in his supplication and cause your face to stand upon your temple, desert desolate. For Yahweh's sake. Verse 18. O my Yahweh, climb your ear and hear. Open your eyes and behold our desolation in the city which is called by your name. For we do not present our supplication before you. For our righteousness. 
but for your great mercy. 19. O Yahweh, hear. O Yahweh, forgive. O Yahweh, hearken and do. Defer not for your own sake. O my Yahweh, for your city and your people are called by your name. Verse 20. And while I was speaking and praying and confessing my sins and the sin of my people, Israel, and presenting my supplication before Yahweh, my Yahweh, for your righteous mouth, government of my Yahweh, verse 21. Yes, while I was speaking in prayer, even a man, Gabriel, who I have seen in the vision at the beginning, being called to fly swiftly and touch me about the time of evening oblation. Verse 22. And he informed me and talked with me and said, O day, I am now come forth to give you skill and understanding. Mm-hmm. So now, the seed was praying. Oh, who was the seed of praying for? To make the, the new spirit come directly to him. What, what was this prayer all about? What was this prayer all about? Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 So his prayer, his prayer, he was praying for our people, according to verse 15. So his prayer was about our people, and our people got a name. What, the, what is our people name? He was praying for our people, and you just said their name. He said the same thing in 15, 16, our people, our people. Then he started turning, turning it up a little bit. He says, then the prayer, it was God people, God people. And chapter 19, he says, he says, Oh, Yahweh, hear. Oh, Yahweh, forgive. Oh, Yahweh, hearken and do. Prepare not for thy own sake. Oh, my Yahweh, for thy city. And the peoples that are called by thy name. Now he um he um he made me more plainer. Thy city and the peoples that are called by thy name. Then he got down to verse twenty and he started tightening up a little bit more. So he made it plain. He says and soon we start talking the right thing, and here come Gabriel. Was confessing the sins for who? Verse 20. My people. So he was confessing for his people, Israel. So now, good. So now, once he started confessing the sins of the people of Israel, so he's saying all the right things in verse 21, then a man 
show up. The right thing. Because when you send all the right things, here come a man showing up, and, and the man's name is Gabriel. Now, here come Gabriel showing up. Then Gabriel said to him, he, and he came quickly, too. He came flying swiftly. And he says, guess what? He says, I come to give you skill on understanding. What that means? See, when you're saying all the right things, he's going to come and give you skill and understanding. That's the point we make. See, now, once you're talking the way, once you're talking the way, Daniel is talking. Understand, Yahweh, show up on whoever that's talking this kind of way, and he's going to give you skill and understanding. So, so if you see you don't have the skill to understand, that means he ain't show up on you. Now here go now here come here comes skill to understand right now. Now skip down to verse twenty six and twenty seven. Now now face he's a Daniel. You the fear, you're the man of the hour now. Now I'm gonna give you skill and understanding. So you're doing some tall praying for your people Israel. Now I'm gonna give you skill and understanding. But see what he's saying in verse twenty six and twenty seven. Now here comes the skill and understanding. And verse 26 and 27. The angel get ready to talk, the Holy Ghost, the righteous spirit. He get ready to give him skill and understanding. 26 and 27. What does it say that young line? The book of Daniel, chapter 9, verse 26, verse 27. Daniel, the seal, chapter 9, verse 26. And after three scores and two weeks, shall Yahweh the son be cut off, but not for mm-hmm. himself, and the people of the prince. Shall come and shall destroy the city and the temple, and the end thereof shall be with a flood, and to the end of the war desolation are determined. Verse twenty-seven. And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, and in the midst of the week shall he cause the sacrifice and the oblations to cease, and for the overspread of abomination he shall make it desolate. Even to the consumption, even to the consummation, and that determined should be poured upon the desolate. So he said, he said, saying, he said you're letting Daddy know this thing is determined. So, so now, what what he's telling Daddy? You was praying for your people of Israel, but he just told them a foul statement. This thing is determined. Now we're gonna preach up that word. Uh, determined, but we're gonna bring the other young line in. He he came on. He ready to come out of his den and holler in the microphone a little bit too. That's what it's all about. Put on. See, we bring in another one of my up and coming teachers out of Chapter One. Let's see if he's ready to, to roar in the microphone a little bit. Brother Makaya, tribe of Yahweh Judah. Yahweh bless you, Russia. Yahweh bless you there. There is real. Oh, see, Roy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, yeah, young man. Well, glad you're bored. You come on stage for tonight's episode. But the, the angel just told Daniel the this thing is determined. So now, well, you know, it's not saying that I'm struggling about anything, but um, I need a precept on that. It's determined. 
So what he was telling Daniel exactly how it's going to happen. He says, Yahweh the son that Plutus title called the Messiah, the Christ, and all the names you got, it's going to be cut off. So the minister of the week and last night lesson, it should be no problem. If you go back over your taping, you know, the minister of the week is Wednesday. And what we're going to find out so far, that Yahweh starts his time in the evening. He starts his time in the evening. That's how he starts his time. So when you see the evening come in, that's the beginning of that day, when the evening come in. So now we clear out he starts his time. Now, um, so, but it was, it was a statement saying, this thing is determined. Now, I want to bring up on that young line of Brother Micaiah. I need a precept on that. It's determined. So, see, this is this is what this is like. This is this is the greatest piece of literature in years. But you have to obey this to understand this thing. This is not a novel. This thing is determined. Now, we want to precept that. And young lion, brother Micaiah, go look down at the 11th chapter and pick up verse 31, down to verse 36. Now, what we look for is the turn. See, listen, that's what he's telling you. You got to watch everybody the page of the book. If you saw a sin of, um, if you start seeing them, what we said earlier, hey, hey, time, give me that, give me Romans chapter, no, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35 through 39. I, I need to have that as we circle around the wagon. See, Yahweh going to do a big thing, great thing for the six and on the council. But, if you don't know how to recognize each that before you, you got to recognize whoever it is from the page of the book. Because Yahweh is making a claim in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35 out of verse 39. Hey, hey, but Titus, what do you say we can read in Hebrews 10, 35 to 39? What, what, is, what is Paul saying? Because he's invited to the great victory. Southern Kingdom Temple, and Peter gave him the microphone, and this is what Peter, Paul said is on the microphone at the Southern Kingdom in 1035-39. The book of Hebrews, the little word for the Israelites, chapter 10, verse 35 to 39. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35 reads, Cast not away, therefore your confidence which has great recompense of reward. Verse 36, We have need of patience, that as he has done the will of Yahweh, ye might receive the promise. Verse 37, But yet a little while, and that shall come, will come, and will not tarry. Verse 38, Now the just to live by faith, but if any man or woman draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him or her. 39. But we are not of them 
who draw back to prediction, but of them that believe the saving of the soul. So, what he's saying, if you draw back, what we're going to talk about for the first hour, if you draw back, Yahweh said, uh, I have no, um, what word did he use? Y'all help me out. What word did he use when you draw back? You have to see how what word did the Bible use when you draw back? I have no pleasure. No pleasure. So if Yahweh got no pleasure, if Yahweh got no pleasure in you, then we both follow his steps, right? So we both we both what? Have no pleasure. No pleasure. And that's, and, and that's the same thing. That's the same thing the young lion said in the last class. Um, he said, look, he told the brother, look, I'm with you, brother, long as you um, long you lie with this Bible. I've been in the back of for you long as about this book. Exactly mm-hmm. this book. You see? So that's, a, that's how you got to make your decision. You got to understand something. When anybody far away from this book, Yahweh ain't got no pleasure in it. So you suddenly do anything if you follow from from this Bible. And you don't know and you're not applying this Bible, you're doing things just contrary and the Bible don't support it. So Yahweh said he ain't got no pleasure in you. So that that means if you are following Yahweh, how do you folks how do you folks react? Have no pleasure. All right, so now we find out the things are coming. So now, young lion, come on, bring me that. Let's, let's get the precept of the things are coming. So we we're trying to tell you, that this ministry with 1,500 caps is going to get, it's going to bust wide open. Don't worry about the numbers. Worry about, watch the ones that in the Bible and watch the spirit. For mother already read where your great grace of feet gonna come from. The long the person that stands before you lines up the Bible, you know you got another day. Long as they make the decision according to the Bible, you make your decision according to the Bible, guess what? You live you live to be in the, on the right frame of mind another day. But if you find out I don't care what the Bible man if you don't line up this Bible, because everything written in this Bible is determined. Case in point, young lion, you're ready to read it now. In the seventh chapter, 31 to 36. What are you going to come on. What, what book are we going to say again? I, I, I missed it. Day. Book of Day. Excellent. Daniel 11. All right. The book of Daniel, chapter 11, verse 31 down to verse 36. The book of Daniel, chapter 11, verse 31 reads, And arms shall stand on his part, and they shall pollute the temple of strength, and shall take away the daily sacrifice, and they shall place the abomination that make desolate. Verse 32, and such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt by flattery. 
But the people that do know their Yahweh should be strong and do exploit. Verse 33. And they that understand among the people shall instruct many. Yet they shall fall by the sword and by flame, I mean, and by flame, tivity, and by four many days. 34. Now when they shall fall, they shall be hoping with a little help. But many shall cleave to them with flattery. Verse 35. And some of them of understanding shall fall to try them and to purge and to make them white, even to the time of the end, because it is yet for a time appointed. Verse 36. And the king shall do according to his will, and he shall exalt himself and magnify himself above every Yahweh, and shall speak marvelous things against the Yahweh of Yahweh, and shall prosper till the indignation be accomplished, and that they and that that is determined shall be done. Yeah. So you see, this thing, so what I'm trying to tell you, that's why I say if you know David read earlier by the young lines and read by David, you got whatever you expect from it. Just don't take that spirit, that free spirit away from me. Don't do that. Because if this is what we're here, this is what gets you in the right frame of mind when you're able to go in the Bible and look and see what the Bible's saying on whatever subject matter it is, because this thing is already determined. You got some that's going to fall away. You got some that's going to fall away from this thing. But it's already determined that they're going to fall away. It's up to you to catch them through the pages of the book. You can have peace with yourself if you can recognize that spirit. Now, mother, while we are in, in uh, brother Micaiah, have me St. John chapter 19, verse 30 31. Wait a minute, mother, uh, mother E. Now, now we don't learn something on the way of learning something because you dropped a profound statement down in that 831. Now, so we don't talk cat at So those that came in late to the broadcast, remember, the broadcast come back on at 915. Very important to catch that hour from your belt and make sure you got the foundation of, of where we're going. Because once you make that foundation, and we don't already went through it plainly, we've been to set up things according to the Bible. Real plain, but see one thing about it, a mother E in the seventh chapter, twenty-five. What do we say that we can read in Daniel seven verse twenty-five? Yes, ma'am. What do we say in Daniel seven twenty-five, mother E? The book of Daniel, chapter 7, verse 25. And he shall speak great words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and thank to change times and laws. And they shall be given unto him, unto his hand, 
until they time and time and and the divine of time. Uh, so, Mother, what can you can now remember we um helping the nationals, the audience, not trying to feed ourselves at all. What what time did he change, Mother, that that we can just uh, just reflect back with no problem? I hear you, Mother Lee. That we just reflect back that, that we know that you are you are changed the time. You are changed the time. Let's go now, Mother, what part do you want to reflect back to that you see a blatant changing of the time? What verse can we go to and just pull out that policy have happened? The changing of the time and the law. So what was the time? What would we go ahead, Mother, to deal with the verse here on 25? Where would we go? Oh, wait a minute. Let me see. All right, Mother. Oh, we go. We read, we read over chapter 1, verse 5, 8, 13, Hallelujah, 19, and 31. That's why I saw this time in the evening. In the evening, when he saw this time in the evening. So now, right now, in the world, in the, on the world scene, time changed at 12 1, all right? So, but we know with the Bible open. And that's why the world got the feet days all out of order because they don't, they they forgot to understand that Daniel was given skills and understanding. You can't call your time by the world time and the Bible time is is contrary one against another. The Bible time is when the evening kicks in, and once the evening kicks in, that is the beginning of that day. That is the early part of that day now when you're reading the Bible. But they got the early part of the day of the world at 1201. See? So as long as you got that mindset of 1201 is the change of the day, you'll never understand this Bible. Gabriel came to get them still understanding based upon it's determined this is going to happen. They're going to deliver him up. They're going to kill him in the middle of the week, in the midst of the week. They're going to kill him, the pieces of the prince. Now, in last night lesson, you know who that is by putting last night lesson and this lesson together. So, And, and it was determined to happen. See? Now we just precept that to determine to happen. Now young lines gonna go to Micaiah going to nineteen chapter verse thirty and thirty one. What do you say that we can read in verse nineteen chapter ten John after mother read a verse, hey mother Eve, after you read Isaiah chapter 8, verse 16 and 20. Then we go on to St. John chapter 19, 30 and 31. And Brother Titus, tell me St. John 20, 
Well, I'll tell you what. I will do Matthews first. I want Matthews 28. I'm going to see what y'all are working with. I'm going to see what y'all are working with on what we have laid so far. After Mother read, 8, 16, and 20. Hey, Marie, what you say we can read in Isaiah chapter 8, verse 16 and 20? What say that, Marie? 16 and 20. Yes, ma'am. What does that say? Isaiah chapter 8, verse 16 and 20. Let me get this. Isaiah chapter 8. Verse 16. Bind up the testimony, seal the laws among the disciples, the Father. Verse 20. To devolve into the testimony, if thou speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. So, so, Mother, if you don't use the law and the testimony, if somebody stands before you and they're not using the law and the testimony, how good they serve it is, there's what, Mother? There's what, Mother? Oh. No light. There's no light in there. No light in there. I don't care how good the sermon going on. No light in it. No light. I don't care how good the sermon. If you're not using the law and testimony, if you're not double touching that Bible, ain't no light in you. Ain't no light in you. And we find out everything that I said is determined. He told you it's determined. This thing going to change. So now he's telling Daniel that that. When he come in the bush, I will be killed in the midst of the week. So I will be killed in the midst of the week. Middle of the week is what day? What day? What day is the middle of the week? Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Wednesday. 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 So the middle of the week is already prophesied. That I will be killed. That was Yahweh's song was telling by the Minister Spirit that Daniel put it in writing. He will be killed in the middle of the week. That's when he's gonna die because he's the uh, because he's the what he's the what for uh, um, Titus and five or seven. Uh, what is what is he? Yeah, first. First Corinthians 5, verse 7. What is he? Why are you in the middle of the week? Again, you have to precept your body. First Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. Read. Purge out therefore the old leaven, that you may be a new lust, as you were unleavened. For even while Yahweh the Son, our Passover, it's sacrifice for us. Is it? Because he's our Passover lamb. So he is the yeah, Passover well. lamb. So mm-hmm. it's determined that the Passover lamb must die on Passover. But it, it ain't no Passover. Yeah, if you 
if you wait to 1201, you are blue. You you are blue. See, when you deal with the world, it ain't no lie in you. Mm-hmm. We'll find out that if you're doing a 1201 thing with the Bible open, it ain't no lie in you. Ain't no light in you if you're doing 1201 and call it that the next day. Mother have laid it out plainly that the next day starts when the sun sets at evening. According to Genesis 1, Mother read it twice. So she know when the evening comes in, whatever number it is, she changed the number according to the Bible. Only you understand your Bible, you got to get it back to what Yahweh says, knowing the fact you don't change. In Malachi 3, 16 through 13, verse 8, you don't change. So now how he, do, how he deal with those of his servants to understand that his speech day starts according to the Bible, not according to man. And he found out that Satan the devil was going to wear out the same. He will wear you out by changing the time and the law. Okay? And what we read is it, determined to happen. See, that's the point you understand. So you, if it's determined to happen, you both say, okay, it is it determined to happen. Because Mother read in 831, he was to be only in the ground for three days. And then young Lazarus, Matthew 12, 38 through 40, three days and three nights. But the night yeah. starts. The day starts, the night starts at evening. So from evening to evening, that's how you count your days with, with the Bible open. You count your days. Oh, there's no light in you. You count your days from evening to evening. That's how you count your days. So if he passed over him, Daniel said he's going to die in the middle of the week, Wednesday. He's going to pass over him. So he must be killed on Passover and Passover lasts all the way until the evening. So in in time and that time, it's still Passover. But if you wait to start your thing at twelve oh one, then we we clearly ain't no right in you. And then if you put another name on it, like what we read earlier, Easter. If you're doing the Easter Easter bunny rabbit thing, then we know that the mm-hmm. minister that told you that mentioned to you about an Easter, then you're supposed to not only blackjack your your kin folks, you're supposed mm-hmm. to snap everything that did with that man away from you. Because if he tell you about an Easter gathering and have this man involved in it, this Bible has nothing to do about Easter because you go in and read one verse. But when you read the one verse of 12 chapter, verse 4 of Acts, the preacher reads 12 verse 4. What is the precept to that 12 verse 4 of Acts? Now, we're going to show you something on the way of showing you something. So it's up to you. It's up to you to let the best of bump the gums. But you gotta go in the Bible and see if it's so. Now here you go. We're going to Acts twelve verse four. Young man, Micaiah gonna read it. What it say, young man? Acts twelve verse four. 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 Acts twelve verse four.
The book of Acts, chapter 12, verse number 4. Verse 4 reads, And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quaternions of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Chapter 1, verse 11 and verse 12. Job chapter 1, verse 11 reads, But put forth your hand now and touch all that he has. He will curse you to your face. Verse 12. And Yahweh says to say, Behold, all that he has had is in your power. Only upon himself, put not forth your hand. So stay with from the presence of Yahweh. So stay well. So Satan says to Yahweh, yeah, have you gotten blessed? You got the hedges all around him. But remove some of them hedges and let me kind of put some drama in his life. Okay. Then Satan left because Yahweh said, all in your hand, you got it. It's, it's, that's your man to work with. I'll let, you, I'll let you test it because I'm the one who told you to try. That's why we told, we, we told you earlier in the beginning of, of the lesson. You will be tried from the closest one to you, but how you know when you're being tried, when you when you start saying your faith, you're not lining with this Bible. That's when you that's when you wide open. Anything suddenly happens, because remember, the Bible will test you. And we found out that if you break away from the thing right here, it's impossible to renew you in after you have tasted the good word. For a good word is supposed to hold you tight. It's supposed to say, oh, that good word is supposed to kick in. Oh, no, no, I can't do that. That good word is supposed to cook in. After you, after you have heard the good word, applied the good word, the good word will check you every time you get ready to do something contrary to work. But if you, it will make and if you don't have a good word, what will check you? You wide open. Hallelujah. You wide open. 
Verse 16. And I only am escaped alone to tell you. Now I skip down to verse 19. Verse 19. I only am escaped alone to tell you. Now, so what is what is Satan going to be working with? I only. I only. See, Satan goes always, you never have a witness to that. He's going to be the one to be the hour. Like, like when one person walk up and tell you about, oh, man, you know that, that, that person, that person rode out to the coast. Well, you got, you got a little witness with that? Oh, no, I got about just me. Well, well you, you own it, huh? So you only can make that decision. Nobody can back you up with it. See, that's when you recognize when the I only come getting your ear. Then you know that I only is from Satan the devil. Because Yahweh made it plain how he operates. Second uh, Corinthians 13, verse 1. Paul was sent to Northern Kingdom to tell them how Yahweh operates. In Second Corinthians 13, verse 1. Can you help me out, Mother e? How do Yahweh operate? See, how do Yahweh yeah. operate? And second Corinthians thirteen one month. Hey Marie, how did y'all That's know? Second Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse one. Second Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse one reads, This is the third time I am come to you the model of two or three witnesses. Shall every word be established. Uh-huh. I just need to get a little more out of there, but I, I guess then I must have missed something. This is the third time I come to you, what? Out of the mouth of what? I didn't hear all that. Okay. I'll read it again. This is the third time I am come to you in the mouth of two or three witnesses that every word be established. Okay, good. So Yahweh will let you know that according to his word, how do Yahweh establish a point, mother? Yahweh don't don't ask us to pull a trigger. So how do Yahweh establish a point? A point that you want. Out of the mouth of every out of two or three witnesses. So, as a mouth of two or three witnesses, that's how Yahweh established a point. He'll say something two or three times to let you know that he owns something. Now, so when you go and read the book of Acts, 12 verse 4, and the word Easter is in there one time, who established that in 12 verse 4? Who did that? Satan the devil. And I only. Satan the devil. And put a name on I only. Satan the devil. Put a name. Satan the devil. Satan the devil. So when you're doing Easter, it's only in your Bible one time. 
you up under grips of saying the devil. Easter is a doctrine of saying the devil. So Yahweh allowed him to put it in the Bible one time. That's 12 verse 4. And ignore everything he got written in his Bible. He said how you establish a point is out of the mouth of two or three witnesses. So if you can't find two or three witnesses showing you that that Easter is legitimate, then you know it's from Satan the devil. Because he left room for you to see that when I'm talking, it's two or three witnesses on a point. When Satan is talking, I just leave him one witness in there. So now if you don't have this background to it, you will be doing Easter, and that man is standing before you and telling you about happy Easter to you. This is the day that the Lord risen from the dead. See? But that's a teaching of saying the devil. Right before your eyes, because only for Easter, one time in the Bible, and that's 12 verse 4. He allows Satan to work with the eye holy. But you both say, okay, if it's death, 12 verse 4 is Easter, give me a precept on that 12 verse 4 and show it to me again. You know what? Then he lost. Because it ain't in the Bible no more. See it? Because that's the doctrine of Satan. Now, if you're in the ministry and you and your preacher told you anything about Easter and Good Friday evening in our Lord Jesus Christ rose Easter Sunday morning, then you know that the season of parakeet from saving the devil. He's going to be in the kitchen. He's going to be in the kitchen. It's determined that if you follow his way, you're going to be all right. If you don't follow his way, you ain't going to be all right. So if you caught up in a ministry that done the Easter thing, understand Get no blessing from Yahweh. That's what's a doctrine of saying the devil. Okay? That's good. So here it is. I only come to tell you that. I only put that in there in 12 verse 4. Okay, good. And I'm through with that for right now. Now, y'all line is coming back, Brother Kaya, and give me what it, what, what we're looking for in that St. John. Now, we're looking for St. John. Yeah. Come on back to St. John now. With that understanding now. We know, we, we know how to count his times. We know how he operates. He don't operate from 1201. If you do the 1201, you're going to miss all the feast days. Mm-hmm. Every feast day you got. If you do the 1201, you're going to miss his feast days. His feast mm-hmm. days don't operate like that. His feast days start from evening to evening. And even to evening means what uh for Titus Mark one thirty two, what do even to evening mean? And we can read. Yes, sir. Mark one thirty two. You go to Mark chapter one verse thirty two. You go to the book of Mark, chapter one. Verse thirty two. At and at evening when the sun did set. That's when the sun sets. So that's how he <laughs> And now you know he pulled that from 166. He didn't, he didn't say that. I'll tell you something where he pulled it from. 
He pulled from Deuteronomy 16, verse 6. Let's read. <laughs> so watch the preacher, watch the moderators that we told you. You're not following the Bible, you're following the This is a sin, and that's upsetting the devil. You will never get the blessing you want by following Satan, the devil's doctrine. If you tie in with the Easter and the Lent, all that is a doctrine of saying the devil. Got nothing to do with the Bible. That's telling you with the eye on you. Deuteronomy 16, verse 6. Watch this. Here goes your second witness. Come on in, y'all, line, Brother Titus. I'm going to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 16. Verse 6. Book of Deuteronomy, chapter 16. Verse 6 reads, But at the place which Yahweh, Yahweh should choose to place his name in, there's a sacrifice to, to pass over. At evening, at the going down of the sun. At evening. Pass over God at evening. The going down of the sun. Yeah. At evening. The going down of the sun. That's when he even kick in. When? At the going down of the sun. Not 1201, Mr. Preacher. Ain't nothing going on 1201. But Satan is busy. No. Passover starts at the going down of the sun. See that? There go your two witnesses. Got it? Good. All right. Now, come on, young lion. With all that understanding, Brother Kyle, now give me that 19... Verse 30 and 31 of St. John. Now, see, here go the game changer right here. See, we try to help the six and all accounts to be able to help the world understand something. You ain't going to get to where you want to get to following the doctrine of Satan the devil, which is man. You got a problem with the Bible. This is what the young mind generally reads. And remember what we read in Daniel that. What well, we read in Daniel, the angel told Daniel that that water storm will be killed in the middle of the week. And we know the middle of the week, last night lesson, that means Wednesday. Wednesday, that's when it dies. Now, if I ask you a question now, how do you get Good Friday and Easter Sunday morning? Knowing that Mother read that he will be he will be in the ground for three days, then young Lion read three days and night. How are you gonna get three days and three nights from Good Friday Eve to Sunday morning? How do you get it? How do you get Good Friday evening, right? You know, man time starts twelve one. So Friday evening, um, what Thursday evening when Friday kick in, what? 1201, okay, 1201 Friday to 1201 Saturday, that's one day. From 1201 Saturday to 1201 Sunday, that's two days. From 1201 Sunday to Monday, 1201, man, with that kind of teacher, you got to be past Monday for you. The three days, three nights, of course. <laughs> this life you in, you in the life. You 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 got big home.
on the wall, and you can't and, and you can determine that good Friday evening, twelve oh one, and Saturday twelve oh one. That's Monday. Twelve oh one to Sunday twelve oh one. That's two days. Twelve oh one. That's way past Monday. Sometimes we get three days and three nights according to. And you and you still follow for that? I mean, big degree. Good Friday evening, Sunday morning, but day and a half. Good Friday evening and Sunday morning is a day and a half. <laughs> and you still follow that? Hallelujah. And you still dressing your babies up. You still <laughs> taking them down to a summer's service. We're going to find out something. And it's all right. Mm-hmm. I asked to it, you know. All right, good. Now we leave that alone. How do you get three days, three nights from Good Friday evening to Sunday morning? It don't, I bet you if your check was short, I bet you'd stay up all night. Nine my money ain't right here. My money ain't right. See, my supervisor, my money ain't right. I've done 40 hours and my money ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> you live with your salvation. You can't count. You can't count three days and three nights from Good Friday evening Sunday morning. You can't get three days and three nights out of there. That don't work no way. Your preacher and he got you too. That's why we gotta come now. All right, good. Leave that alone. Now let's go and look at. St. John chapter, well, I said again, that young line, 1731 and 19 chapters. Yes, sir. Put that on, talk about it. Come on, that young line, Matthias, I mean, Micaiah. What we got? Right. The book of St. John chapter 19, picking up at verse 30 and verse 31. The book of St. John chapter 19, verse 30 reads, And Yahweh the Son, therefore, have received the vinegar. He said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the spirit at evening to going down to the sun. Verse 31. Yahweh the son, therefore, because, uh, 31. Yadah Judah, therefore, because it was the preparation that the body should not remain upon the tree on the Sabbath day. But that Sabbath day was a high day. He saw Pilate that their legs might be broken. And that they might be taken away. See, this is what they messed up at. See, that they was a high day. See, that, see, they say they know. See, they they just simply play slick with you. They know the Sabbath day mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. Friday night Saturday. They know that Saturday is Sabbath day. So they know what comes out the Sabbath day is, is, is Sunday. You know, so they play slick with you. <laughs> All that kind of stuff. So they count from either Sunday morning to day and a half period. I mean, high, high, I mean, strong educators still locked up into that thing that was teaching. How? How do you, how do you, I mean, okay, but that day was a high day. You know what a high day means? A high day means a holiday. I said that, that was a high day. And that high day fell on this year, on that day, 
What day that day fall on was the high day. So the high day was the Sabbath day. What day was that? We read in the book of Daniel. Now come on back, uh, Brother Micaiah, and read the book of Daniel. What day was the high day? That was a holiday. That means that was a holiday. What day was that? You go back to Daniel and read what he told He told the seniors and Thomas. That was a high day. A high day means to be. Whatever that day is, that's called a holiday. So still, sometimes you do Christmas and your New Year's, it might, you know, it might fall on a, I don't think I see them made a lock on this, that thing they call Easter. They make, they make it fall on, on a Sunday. I know how they make it. They make that power right for paganism. Every year it falls on a Sunday. They just change the base up on it. But that's the only day they got, they got that paganism going straight up on a Sunday every time. I don't know how they do it, but they do it. And you fall hook, line, and sinker for it. Well, and another day, what day was a high day? We go in the book of Daniel and see what day was a high day. That day was a high day. What is that day? We go in the book of Daniel and ninth chapter. Hallelujah. And we're going to find out what day was that day according to the angel. We come to Daniel about that day. What day was that? Then we're gonna we're gonna check them out. Now we're going to Daniel chapter nine, and we're gonna look at what day was that. That Daniel Hallelujah. called it. Daniel nine verse twenty-seven. No, I'll tell you what. Think about verse twenty-six again. Hallelujah. No class tomorrow, but remember tomorrow on Pal Talk, you can come with a young lion that most of the camps is that. And, he, and they're going to rehearse the Rogers Act on tomorrow at 8 o'clock. I think all of you take a note. Daniel chapter 9. Let's see what he says here. Angel, he came to Daniel. He said it straight. He don't give you an understanding. What did he say in verse 26 there, young man? Micaiah? The book of Daniel, chapter 9. Verse 26 and verse 27. The book of Daniel, chapter 9, verse 26 reads. And after three score and two weeks, shall Messiah, Yahweh's son, be cut off, but not for himself and the people of the prince that shall come, shall destroy the city and the temple, and the end thereof shall be with a flood. And unto the end of the war, desolations are determined. Verse 27. Stop it there. Stop it there. Stop it there. And all you got to do is read. In 64, he started the people of the prince. And last night, blessed the people of the prince is translated today as Titus and best pages called day, white man, white woman. That's who took the place in 70 AD. So I really prophesied it's going to be torn down in 7 AD. It's recorded history. You go, in your, go in your, on your, your piece of telephone or your computer and put in what happened in 7 AD in Jerusalem. They'll tell you best pays in you. Send his son Titus to tear that place up. They did it. And just and, and get the time they did it. Just the time they did it. It was around Passover. 
out of Egypt by night. Verse 2. You should therefore sacrifice the Passover to Yahweh, your Yahweh, of the flock and of the herbs and the plates, which Yahweh should choose the places named there. Verse 6. Wait, so what does that mean? Hold on, what does that mean? That means you don't, you don't keep the things there unless you go to the place and got his name at. So those that kept the, the Passover, whatever they feel like they want to do in 1201 or whatever, you, you got double triple wrongs on you because you only keep the Passover where his name is, is present at. And all the way I know his name is present at is a six and only camp called Voices of the Two Israelites. They use the name Y-E-W-H. So when you're doing a feast day, you got to have a name. The name ain't Lord God and Jesus. So you got to have a name to be doing a feast day for his blessing to be there. Now, you got all this stuff. Now to go to 16 to 18. Listen to the young lion roar on 16 to 18. Come on. Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 16 to 18. Three times in a year shall all your marriage appear before Yahweh, your Yahweh, and the place which you should choose, and in the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and in the Feast of Wheat, and in the Feast of Tabernacles, it then should not appear before Yahweh empty. Verse 17. Every man or woman should give as he or she is able, according to the blessing of Yahweh, your Yahweh, which he has given you. Verse 18. Judges and officers, should you make you to all your gates, which Yahweh, your Yahweh, given you. Throughout your tribe, and they to judge the people was just judgment. Uh huh. So, now by understanding that, Brother Micaiah, now when we read Luke 2, verse 41 and 42, what is going on with that? With that foundational, it's already laid out for us that we read in 16 to 18. What's going on when we go to Luke chapter 2, verse 40 and 41? 41 and 42. What's going on? What's going on right here in Luke 2, 41 and 42? What's going on there, young man? All right. Going over to the book of Luke. Going over to the book of Luke, chapter 2. And we're going to pick it up at verse 41 and verse 42. The book of Luke, chapter 2, verse 41 and verse 42. Verse 41 reads, And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of me, I'm in the wrong spot. I'm in wrong. Yeah. The book of Luke, chapter 2, verse 41 and verse 42. Verse 41 reads, Now his parents went to Yadda Judah every year at the feast of the Passover. Verse 42, now his parents, I mean, and when he was 12 years old, they went up to Yadda Judah after the custom of the feast. So <laughs> what, what, what is this parents doing? If they're doing, it, if they're doing their own thing, who will who answer over here? What, what, what is the parents doing? What, what's going on in 42? What's going on here? And edify the national order, what's going on in 
Well, according to we can read, and we just got done reading as a custom. The custom is according to the law in Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse, 16, verse 18, that uh, three times in the year, and around this time, this is the Passover, that um, all the males should appear before Yahweh, uh, and also all the family members, including the wife and the children, should appear before Yahweh and continue to keep the feet at Yadadju. So they were keeping the law of Yahweh that we can read according to Deuteronomy chapter 16, 16 to 18. They were doing no more of these keeping the law. And, and your preacher tell you that's done away with. No, they came because they knew in Deuteronomy 16, 16 to 18, you've got to keep the law. you got to keep the feet. They is the law too. you got to keep the feet. They came and kept it. They came and kept the Passover. Huh? I thought he was a Passover lamb. He knew he had 34 years. He was 40 years old. He was a Passover lamb. His parents brought him up there. But now they cussed him. Keep the Passover. Guess what? The Passover is Thursday night. Now, look how many Christians it no never mind. The world won't pay it no never mind. They've already done Easter. Pagan Easter. Pagan Easter. See? From Satan's devil. Now everybody's skinning and grinning. Well, I can't spend that money and got the best wear to address Satan's devil. When you've done Easter Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, and your preacher was there, but you know that's a good day. You come over and bring all your extra gifts in the envelopes. So they were prepared to, to peel you off upon the banner of Satan the devil. They don't to do. Easter got nothing to do with this. See that? See how your preacher, how do he talk good, skin and grin? But the pastor that talk Easter is from Satan's devil. If they don't repent, they're going to bust head wide open and you're going with them. If you did that. So, Yahweh's parents came up every year to keep Passover, not Easter. No. That's Satan's devil. Got it? Good. So, if your pastor has you done an Easter thing, remember, if you don't repent, you're going to bust hell wide open. Because you made a plane in uh, Brother Macaulay in 9, verse 40 and 41. He made a plane. Thank God. 9, verse 40 and 41. He made a plane. This is what he says. I thought read verse 39. Remember, when Mother read that verse early part of the day. So she cleared, if you're going to be delivered up, it'll be as close to one to you that can deliver you up. <laughs> In the ninth chapter, verse 39 through 41 of St. John, watch Brother Micaiah deliver the knockout blow. Listen to this. Come on. All right. We're going over to the book of St. John, chapter 9, verse 39 down to verse 41. Verse 39 reads, And Yahweh the Son said, for judgment I am come into this world, that they which see not might see, 
and that they which see might be made blind. Verse 4. And some of the Pharisees which were with him heard these words and said unto him, Are we blind also? Verse 41. Yahweh the son said unto them, If you were blind, you should have no sin. But now you say, We see. Therefore, your sin remains. Hallelujah. Yeah.
and I will, I won't see what we're working with. I won't see what, what the class working with. Thank John nineteen thirty and thirty one. Now, I want I want to hear some feedback now. Really All right, we're coming back to the book of St. John, chapter 19, verse 30 and verse 31. Verse 30 reads, When Yahweh the Son, therefore, had received the vinegar, he said, It is finished. In the middle of the week, at evening, at the going down of the sun. And he bowed his head and gave up the spirit. Verse 31. The Yadah Judah, therefore, because it was the preparation that the body should not remain upon the tree on the Sabbath day. For the Sabbath day was an high day. Besought Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. Mm-hmm. So, that, so that day was a high day. So what day, what day did he die from? What day did he die on? If that day was a high day, what day was that that he died on? According to scripture. What day was that? What day he died on? Thursday. Hmm? What day he died on? The meal of the week, of the third day. Wednesday. Hallelujah. Huh? What day was a high day for the day? Say it again, mother. What did you say, mother? Hold on in your line. Bypass that what time? That's the last night left. 
and as it was done and she was the first day of the week, she finished the class so that the early part of the first day of the week. You know what? But we be in class on the Sabbath day. About twelve. And we go all the way until the sun starts coming in. That's the first part. Get ready to finish the first day of the week. Is that right? Time to stop that class because we get ready to go into the early the first day of the week. So the Sabbath day is over with. So she went into the Sabbath day was over. And it was going into the first day of the week. Like when we leave every every Sabbath day. Mm-hmm. So that's the early part. Of the first day of the week. Is that right? Hallelujah. Right. Is that right? Hallelujah. of the Sabbath. Sabbath of close. we going into the first day of the week. Now, here Mary, Madeline, she was at the service. At the end of the Sabbath, as it was done and towards the first day of the week. Right? Right. That's right. That we read. That's we read. That's we read. Okay, now let's go back. Let's go back to St. John. I we'll come back to Matthew too. So now, so now, so now, now we, now we, we, we set the stage now. The mother might say, yeah, the Sabbath day is over with. Oh, yeah. Oh, son went down out there. Yeah, it went down. That's the early part of the first day of the week. Okay, now. So Mary... Completed her Sabbath day. Why it was yet dark, because you know the Sabbath day is over. With. And what did she do at verse one again? Now we, we draw the picture of Mary leaving the gathering. She going somewhere. Now read verse one again. Paint this picture. What she doing? Verse one again. Come on back, Bartitis. Book of John, chapter twenty, verse one. The first day of the week, coming Mary Magdalene, early, when it was uh-huh. yet dark, until the sepulchre, and see the stone taken away from the sepulchre. Now, here go Mary, going there early, on the first day of the week, early Sunday morning, that starts at night and evening. So, she's going to go by... And when she got there early Sunday morning, the first day of the week, she noticed that the sepulchre was open. She noticed that. Well, mm-hmm. what, what did you make in verse 2? Verse 2. <laughs> then she run it and coming to Simon Peter and to the other disciples whom Yahweh the Son loved and said it to them, they have taken away Yaquah's son out of the sepulchre, and we know not where they had laid him. Ain't that something? You mean that she came early Sunday morning? Soon in the soon the sun had him set, she went there, and when she got there, for verse two. Verse two, and she run it and comes to Simon Peter and to the other disciples, whom Yaquah's son loved, and said to them. They had taken away Yahweh the son out of the sepulchre. 
And we know not where they had laid him. Wait a minute. He's gone already? Mm-hmm. You mean he's gone already? It is it's the evening part. Remember Christianity started a new day at 1201. Even as it was done towards Sunday, first day of the week, he was already gone. He was already gone. Max twelve oh one going into going to that morning. He was gone mm-hmm. even before that. Is that is that what we're He was gone before he was even gone before your twelve oh one He he was gone he was gone before he was still on on the man's calendar. He still, because remember, Sunday don't kick in at 1201. He was gone even before that. That was wrong. Something wrong, just get you now. Something wrong, Mr. Preacher. Sunday morning, he was gone somewhere around Saturday night. Ain't nobody hearing nothing to say. He was gone Saturday night. Saturday night. Yeah, he had a previous time Saturday night. Hallelujah. Right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The time that we just keep reading, let's, let's read a little bit more. Uh, three, three now to verse 13. I'm, I'm going to show you how much uh, overwhelmed information. And why your preacher won't read this? Verse 3 down to 13. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. John chapter 20. Verse 3 down to 13. Verse 3 reads, Peter therefore went forth with the other disciples and came to the sepulchre. Verse 4, So they ran both together, and the other disciples did outrun Peter and came first to the sepulchre. Verse 5, And he stooped down and looking in, saw the linen clothes lying yet, when he not in. Verse 6, then come Simon Peter following him and went into the sepulchre and said the linen clothes lie. Verse 7, and the napkin that was about his head, not lined with the linen clothes, but wrapped together in a place by itself. Verse 8, then went in also the other disciples, which came first to the sepulchre, and he saw and believed. Verse 9, but yet they knew not the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. Verse 10, then the disciples went away again to their own family, to their own home. Verse 11, but Mary stood without the sepulchre weeping. As she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulchre. Verse 12, it said two angels. And white sent it, the one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Yahweh the Son had lain. Verse 13, and it said unto her, Woman, why weepest you? She said unto them, Because they have taken away my Yahweh, Yahweh the Son, and I know not where they had laid him. Wait a minute. What, what time? What time? What time is this in verse number? Now, look what WCC said. 
When y'all line got so happy, we going to milk him out of the broadcast. He's too talking for the night. Hey, huh? <laughs> so, you see, so what time is all this going on in verse 1? So, when, when is all this going on in verse 1? Hey, Mother, you read verse 1. John chapter 20, verse 1. Yeah. The first day of came Mary Magdalene early, when it was yet dark, unto the sepulchre, and see the stone taken away from the sepulchre. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, Mother, they're doing an early Sunday, early sunrise service. They're having a 9 o'clock, 12 o'clock service. Mother, they told it wrong. It was still dark, and he was gone already. So how do you have sunrise service ministry of an Easter sunrise service? He's out there running around wearing pretty clothes <laughs> and on Easter Sunday morning, and it ain't got nothing to do with the Bible. When, they, when all of them got there early, what we call our time, late Saturday, I mean, in the middle of Saturday, soon we got a class when the sun set, because your Saturday over at the 12.01, but the Bible said over it when the sun set. But we use your Sabbath, your, your, your side, 12.01, he was gone while it was dark, before it got dark. So how you going to a sunrise service Sunday at 9 o'clock in the morning, and this man was gone? Mary said he was gone. <laughs> Peter and John looked at him and said he was gone. The angel says he's gone. He's not here. <laughs> and you still can't figure this out. Everybody tell you it ain't nothing happened. He's gone before Sunday. Sunday, 9 o'clock in the morning. He's gone. Everybody <laughs> says he's gone. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you still falling for that? You still in the ministry teaching that uh, uh, Easter sunrise service? Even the mm-hmm. angels say he's not here. Mm-hmm. Wonder what you're trying for. They're taking away my Yahweh, and I don't know where they laid in that. Right. Hey, Mother, Mother, read verse 14 and read with me more. Verse 14. John chapter 20, verse 14. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Yahweh standing, and knowing not that it was Yahweh the Son. Oh. So, to answer said something, then all of a sudden, she was, didn't know where he was taking it. All of a sudden, she turned herself back. Mm-hmm. And, and what did she see, Mother, in verse 14? She saw Yahweh the Son. Okay, and what happened next in verse 15? Yahweh the Son said unto her, Woman, why weepest thou whom seekest thou? She supposed. Him to be the guardian. Okay. Said unto him, Sir, 
if thou have warned him, hence tell me where thou have laid him, and I will take him away. That's what you say. So she told, told her, now Yahweh had a double back behind her, standing there, she thought he was a gardener. He thought he was a caretaker. So, so she said, hey, Mr. Caretaker, uh, where where you take my where you take my to you tell me and I go get him. Now he 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 he, he working with him. Revelation <laughs> verse sixteen. Verse sixteen. Yahweh said unto her, Mary. She turned herself and said unto him, Rabbi, which is to say, Master. Rabboni, which said master. So Yahweh had an um put the garments down, come out of the grave, double behind her, and standing there while she's looking down in the ground and she turned back and seen a man, what you crying about? Huh? So all this going on right here. Now he'll double back around and she thought he was a gardener. So looking down on the ground, early Sunday moment, he was double back behind her, and she thought he was the gardener. Peter verse 17, uh, verse 17. What happened next? John chapter 20, verse 17 reads, I called a son sent to her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my father, but go to my brother. It says to them, I have said it to my father, and your father, and to my Yahweh, and your Yahweh. He said, he said, don't touch me, woman. He got excited when he said, because I have not left yet. Remember, remember he talked about the two thieves on, he said, if they be with me in paradise, mm-hmm. and, they, and, they, and they call, they you be in paradise today. No, 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 he went nowhere. He don't been three days in the ground. And the day you see with me in paradise, that day was talking about thousand years later, but, but that's another lesson. But now you find out that my father's son to a woman on testament, because I got to go up to heaven so my father see I'll complete the mission. Then I'm coming back. But go tell my brothers that I made my move. Skipped out of verse 18. John chapter 20, verse 18. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen Yahweh the Son and that he had spoken these things unto her. <laughs> verse yeah. 19. Yahweh. Well, you see, so he told Mary, go and tell, go, go tell Peter, John, and all the ones that you have seen me. But I couldn't touch you because he had to go to heaven and come back. So that, that what it talks about in Luke, um, the day you be with me in paradise, no, the paradise is what I'm talking about today. I, I can tell you something. I can tell you something like this. Okay, I'll use another way. i tell you this. Today, today is going to be exposed. I can tell you today. <laughs> All these lying preachers are lying about you about this Easter thing. Which is Passover, I can tell you today, they're going to be exposed. 
If they don't repent, they're going to bust their wide open. I'm telling you that today. That's the issue of that. I'm telling you today, if they don't repent and put that ether stuff down and deal with the Bible, they're going to bust their wide open and they're going to take you with them. I'm telling you that today. You got it. That's all it means. Man. Um, mother, read verse 19. We'll, we'll see if your mother Z want to get in on some of this. Read verse 19, mother Z. And we'll find out if mother Z want to get a, get a shot of this. Verse 19. John chapter 20, verse 19, read. Did speak he, signifying by what death he should glorify oh, 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 20, 20 verse 19. Hallelujah, boy. I think that's what I mean. No, I'm only at 21. Thank you on chapter 20, verse 19. Then the same day at evening, being the, being the first day of the week, when the door was shut, where the disciples and followers were assembling, for fear of the Jews, that Judas came out by the sun and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. Now, this was, that, this was what's going on the first day of the week. See, at the same, at the same day, see, mm-hmm. now, y'all are bent to heaven. You don't got, got the blessing of his father. Being the first day of the week, he went, then the door was shut. He just he just knelt through the door when he came back. So now this was going on the first day of the week. This was this was Sunday going. He wasn't he he's so way over there and talking to the, the followers. They was in there trembling behind the walls. So he they had the door locked. <laughs> they had the door locked. <laughs> you see what it did? They had locked the door. Locked the door and Yahweh just knelt through the wall on them and said Peace be unto you. And so he seen those that didn't believe it. Everything been told. Then he said, they didn't believe it. You got some that don't believe this right here. So we find out that they didn't believe this neither. They heard the man told them how, how it's going to be. It's like this one. This might get past you and him. But he, he said, um, hey, line. he made a statement that they, um, that they were. Verse nine, twenty verse nine. See, sometimes be surprised. I mean, educators. I mean, teachers, doctors, lawyers, mathematicians, all that. But guess what? Look at there in twenty verse nine. The Book of John, <laughs> chapter twenty, verse nine reads: For as yet they knew not the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. <laughs> Big time, I mean, presidents, all of them, all of them don't even know the scriptures that this man ain't got nothing to do with no Easter, Sunday morning, Lord God and Jesus, and you pass because they don't know the scriptures. So you got the big, big interior. You want to make decisions today. They're going to take you wherever they're going. And the bottom of the Lake of Bible is Sunday, Lord God and Jesus. 
and it's Christmas, Easter, and Thanksgiving stuff. See? Yahweh was keeping Passover. He had Passover with him, and yesterday lesson, we read it already. He had all that already. He come, he knew he had to be, he had dead to make their move before the sunset. He had to, so that early Passover morning, we started in the evening, but as it started dawning on down, that's when his trouble started. All in that between sundown and sundown. Remember, Yahweh's time started in the evening. So when that hour had came, and last night left him, that evening he sat down and had a meal. Now, as time starts going on, they start getting lighter and lighter. That's like the mid part of the day. That's like the middle of the day. As the middle of the day starts going along, then the Pharisees got a hold to him, and then they start delivering him up. Then at what time? Then at, when it got around 12 o'clock, I don't know, 12 o'clock, the third hour, nine, nine, you know, as time went on, then he had to do what they had to do to him. The last night lesson, Jacob, hanging, killing. Jacob Abathy had to come get him before the sun set, before that high day kick in, was unleavened bread, because you cannot leave nobody hanging into the next day, which is already prophesied already. In the book of Deuteronomy, you got to get him down before the sun sets. So all that knowledge you got to know. You got to do the trouble one. So all that happened after he had his meal. Once he had his meal, when the hour has came, that means when the sun set, the early part of Passover, he had to eat the Passover meal. See, I ain't going to do the motives that you told us at time. And last night lesson, you know, so all is going on. But he was telling me the followers that, but they didn't know the scriptures. Sometimes you might be telling somebody close to you. This is really what's going on. They just can't believe it. So don't be surprised when they don't believe it. They have all the knowledge in the world, but they don't believe it. You know why? Because Satan will blind the minds of them. But those that got the idiot, they're going to, they're going to, um, when they hear this tomorrow, Wednesday night, let's remember, no class tomorrow. Back on Wednesday, but Pat Talk, you come on 8 o'clock tomorrow, and you listen to the young lines, break all this stuff down, no problems. But, um, Mother, Mother Z, you want to get a piece of this, Mother Z? Mother Mother's out of Cat One. Hey, Mother Z, driver, y'all drive duty. You want to get a little shot of this, Mother? Because Almighty got something you to tell the class in the audience. Over 900,000 strong, that mother's Y'all probably be with you. Yahweh, bless and keep you, see Israel, a royal seed. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh, You want to add anything to it or whatever, Yahweh, I'll put on you to tell this national audience. You on the clock, come on. I'm, I'm going to read in Mark, Mark chapter 16. Oh, well, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to start reading that verse. Um, Mark chapter 16, verse 9, and read down to, I don't know, just read down. So. Mark 
chapter 16, verse 9. Now when Yahweh was risen early, early the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, Mary Magdalene, out, out of whom he had cast seven devils, verse 10, and and she went and told them that he that he had been with she had, that she had been with him as that morning as they moan and weep. Verse well. eleven. Verse eleven. And they were and they, when they, and and when, wait a minute, when they, verse eleven, and when they, and, and when they had heard, and I can see this real good, heard that he was alive and had been seen, well, of, of her, of her. Believe, believe not. Verse twelve. After that, he appeared in another form unto two of them as they walked, as they walked, and went into the country. Verse thirteen. And they went and told it unto the up. As they went and told it unto the residue, neither believe they them. They them, verse 14. After he appeared, afterward, Afterward, he appeared unto the eleven as they said at as they said as at they said at meat and upper upbraided upbraided them when with they with with their unbelief and her. Hardness and hardened, hardness and hardened of heart because right. they because they believe not that yeah. which has believe not yeah. them which had seen him after he was risen. And I'm gonna stop at verse fifteen. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and teach the covenant to every creature. And I would say, Hallelujah. 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 Something about it. You you come to the plate and take a swing, and that's what it's all about. Sooner or later, the best of them going to take a swing at this thing. And once they start saying that preacher for it, that preacher really is about. 
They'll tell you probably, yeah, I know. I know the East is pagan. But why, but why are we doing it? Why, why are we doing it? Because there's just so much money involved, and I don't want to be ostracized. What do you call that word? Is that word called? Hear me out. Uh, I don't want to be Hear me out there, young man. I don't want to be ostracized. What do you call that word? Uh, Ostilate or something, something like that. <laughs> I guess, you know, I, I, I'm going to stay in crowd. I want to keep calling what God is doing and talk about the mental health and keep them envelopes coming in and keep living, keep living good until they bug me in the thigh and everybody's caught up with me. They ain't going to get off that, that, that cash cow, not bringing a cash lion. They going to get off that lion, that lion going to eat us up. So they're going to take it all the way in. It's up to you to break away from that, that bad teacher. Now, Mother, Mother Eve, let's look at, let's look at something, Mother Eve. We're going to St. John chapter 19, and we'll read 14 down to verse 20 in a closing statement. Let's see what you got, Mother. Hey, Mother Eve. And we'll catch you Wednesday night. I'll catch you on Payout Talk. Matthew chapter 19. Verse 14 out of verse 20. Now make it St. John. Make it St. John, mother. Make it St. John chapter 19, verse 14 and 20 in the closing statement. What does that say? St. John chapter 19, verses 14 to 20. St. John chapter 19, verse 14. And it was and it was the preparation of the Passover and about this six hours and he said unto the Jews, thou Judah, behold your king behold your king verse fifteen. But they cried out away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate said unto them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priest answered, We have no king but Caesar. Caesar. Verse 16. Then delivered he him, therefore unto them, to be crucified. And they took Yahweh's son and led him away. Verse 17, and he he bearing his cross, his tree, went forth into a place called the place of a skull, which is called in the Hebrew, Gogata. Verse 18, where they crucified him and two others with him on either side. One, one, and verse 18, where they crucified him and two others with him on either side, one and Yahweh in the midst, verse 19, and Pilate wrote a tower and put it on the cross, the tree, and then. Writing was Yahweh of Nazareth, 
the king of the Jews. Verse 20. This title being read, many of the Yahweh Judas for the place where Yahweh the Son was crucified was nigh to be. And it was written in Hebrew. Let it. And Greek. And Latin. Uh-huh. Hey, the mother. What's wrong? What time was this again when they killed him in verse 14? What time they killed their mother in verse 14? It was the time of the, okay. And it was the preparation of the Passover about the sixth hour. Oh, it was the preparation of the Passover to get their Passover, right? Mm-hmm. It was about the sixth hour. What time is the sixth hour there, young line, according to the Bible? Deuteronomy 28, 29. What time is the sixth hour, according to the Bible, according to Deuteronomy 28, 29? See, we got a problem because we so educated, but we don't read the Bible. What time is the sixth hour, according to the Bible? Let's find out in Deuteronomy 28, 29. What what you saying twenty twenty nine there about Titus? The book of Deuteronomy chapter twenty eight, verse twenty nine reads It used to group at noonday. You gonna grow you gonna grow at no growth at noonday. So what what time at noon? A a a a mother 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 Zeke. What time is our noon? Right now what time is noon? Everybody know what what time is noon, mother? What time is noon? What time is noon? On our on our day today, when when somebody tell you, Hey um hey mother Z, I'm coming to visit you around around noon time, what time would you be expecting somebody to come out and visit you? So I'm coming by noon, what time would you be there? I'm coming. I'm coming yeah. around noon. What time is that? What time? Mm-hmm. What time is that? Twelve o'clock in the evening. Oh, twelve o'clock. Sixth hour of the Bible is noon at twelve o'clock. Now, give me Amos nine verse eight. A precept. Amos pull that verse. And somebody tell you, I'm going to visit you what time? About noon. Or they may tell you, I'll be a court today. What time the court start? At noon? You automatically know that's 12 o'clock. So this is going on at noon, the sixth hour in the Bible. It's 12 o'clock. Now, Amos the Seer is going to tell you what happened according to Amos chapter 9. Verse 8 and 9. Now watch Amos still deal what happened. Then we get mothers close to statement. So watch, now watch Amos take care of business. How your preacher don't teach you none of this? Amos chapter 9, verse 8 and 9. What is that about Titus? The book of Amos, the seer, chapter 9, verse 8 and 9. Amos chapter 9, verse 8 reads. 
Behold, the eyes of Yahweh are upon the sinful kingdom. And I will destroy it. What's your read? Give me 8 verse 9. Okay, 8 verse 9. Amos chapter 8 verse 9. Correction. Amos chapter 8 verse 9. And it shall come to pass in that day, said Yahweh, I will cause the sun to go down at noon. What time? What time? What time is going to go down? At noon. Okay. What time is noon? If somebody say your court day starts at noon, what time is that? That should be the middle of the day. What time is that? You got to be in court at noon. What time is that on our clock today? 12 o'clock. Twelve afternoon. Twelve afternoon. Twelve afternoon. So this, so this happened. So Amos was told that at twelve o'clock prophecy was going to happen. Go ahead. Yeah. And I will cause that I will cause the sun to go down at noon. Uh huh. Twelve o'clock. Okay. What happened next? And I will darken the earth in the clear day. I'm going to darken the earth at 12 o'clock like a clear day. At 12 o'clock noon, I'm going to darken the earth. Now he said he's going to just throw angle. What are you going to do at 12 o'clock? Go ahead, read. Verse 10. And I will turn your feet into the morning and all your songs into lamentation. And I will and break up. And that feast was the so hello, hello. And that feast was the Passover. That feast, he's a Passover lamb, so that feast was the Passover. I would call that feast was a Passover to be what? What, young man? I would cause, I would turn your feast into mourning. Your Passover feast. Your Passover feast. Remember, he's the Passover lamb, so he got to be killed on Passover. So they tell him right now that feast of Passover, I'm going to do something to that day. That's going to be a special day. It's going to get dark around 12 o'clock, and everybody will sit up and eat up and drink them up. I'm going to cause you to be mourning on that day of Passover. Go ahead and read. Yes. All right. And all your songs is a lamentation, and I will break up sackcloth upon all loins. And boldness upon every head. And I will make it as the morning of the only son. And the end thereof as a bitter day. Amen. The only son is Yahweh the son. Because he made it plain, Mother A. He made it plain in Matthew 17, verse 5, and closing statement. Now listen, listen what happened in Matthew 17, verse 5. I don't know why the preachers won't teach. You know why they won't teach? Because the suitcase is too big. See, at 12 o'clock, this happened at 12 o'clock, and they mourn for the, his only son. The only son is who? Preach that mother, 17, verse 5 of Matthew, and close the statement. The book of Matthew, chapter 17, verse 5. While he is speak, behold, the bright clouds overshadowed him. 
And behold, a voice out of the cloud which said, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. Hey, hey, Mother, this book is, this book is it's lovely. This is a great piece of literature. I don't know why these preachers don't, don't want to get behind voice number two. It's like, Pim, you couldn't see nothing. He gave up the breath at 3 p.m. That was in the heart of Passover, he died. So he was the Passover lamb. So he died on Passover at 3 p.m. That's called the ninth, the ninth hour in your Bible. The sixth hour is noon. At 3 p.m. he died. So he got from 3 p.m. up to about 6 or 7 o'clock to get him down and get him in the ground before our living bread kick in. Got nothing to do with no Easter or no Lent. Nothing whatsoever. If you're in that kind of ministry, Black Jack, your loved one, and let them wake up with a knot on their head on your couch and put Lucky by the door. Got it? Good. All right, Mother. Hey, Mother E, how about a closing statement? It's all yours now, Mother E. Take your time. Come on. Thank you, praising y'all for the class, and thank you, praising y'all to be in the class. And thanking and praising Yahweh for the ones who are sitting in the place. And I'm going to read a um, couple of verses of Matthew 23. Then speak, verse 1. Then speak Yahweh the Son to the multitude and to his uh, disciples, his followers, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. Oh, therefore, Whatsoever they did he observed that observe that observe and do observe and do, but do not yet after their works, for they say and do not. For they find heavy burdens and grievous to be worn and laid them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. But all their works they do for the for to be seen a man. They make broad their okay and enlarge the borders of their garments. And love the utmost rooms at feast and the chief seats in the synagogue. Hallelujah. 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 Now, listen to me. Luke 22, 13, out of verse 19, close to me, y'all line. Listen to this. Luke 22, 13 and 19, and a close to me. Listen to us. The book of Luke. Luke chapter 22, verse 13 and 19. Luke chapter 22, verse 13. And they went and found.
proud as he had said unto them. They made ready the Passover. Verse 14. And when the hour was come, he sat down with the twelve apostles with him. Verse 15. He said unto them, What desire I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. Verse 16. For I said to you, I will not any more eat them up until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of Yahweh. Verse 17. And he took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take, take, take this and divide it among yourselves. Verse 18. For I said to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of Yahweh the Father should come. Verse 19. And he took bread and gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. Verse 20. That's it, 19. That's it. This is what you do. Read verse 7 and 8 since you read verse 7 and 8 and close the statement. So he said, This is what you do, remember me. Not no Easter. You don't do no Easter and remember him. You do this. You get the end. Verse 7 and 8 and close the statement. Luke chapter 22, verse 7 and 8. Then came the day of unleavened bread with the Passover. Must be killed. Verse 8. Verse 7 and 8. Verse 8. And he said, Peter and John said, Go prepare us the Passover that we may eat. Ain't that something? Passover, not Easter. Black death that preaches that teaches you that Easter stuff. Passover. That's what they were doing. Verse 19. Do this to remember me. I catch you all Wednesday night at 6 o'clock. Your line is all yours. Take your time. Your clothes come out. I'm going to Jeremiah chapter 16. Jeremiah chapter 16, verse 19. Jeremiah chapter 16, verse 19 reads. O Yahweh, my strength, my fortress, and my refuge, and my refuge in the day of affliction, the nation, Esau and the five sons, to come unto you at the ends of the earth, and shall say, Surely, our Father have inherited lies and vanity, and things therein, there is no profit. Hallelujah. 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 Pass over. Stop paying your preacher. Ain't gonna do no Easter. Pass over. P.S. Pass over. Year to year.